In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs of a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cat. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of Sexier Than a Squirrel, the podcast that teaches you how to beat that squirrel, how to become more attractive to your dog than anything else in the environment. Now, we know as much as you know that actually training through games, it is absolutely the way forward. So today we are going to be talking to you about... We are going to be talking about what to do with this whole lockdown situation that, you know, many countries are dealing with at the moment. These are strange times, they're uncertain times, and for sure it's a time where actually our normal lifestyle with our dog might not quite be possible. So we effectively what we're going to do for this episode is we're going to think about what is like a survival guide so that one, your dog finds it a rewarding experience and two that you survive your dog in this time and for us we want you to find this a positive rewarding experience as much as possible because actually a lot of these things are out of our control and what we want to do most of all is make the very best of a situation that we effectively are in right absolutely so before we dive into that few things that you need to do first of all if you have not subscribed to the podcast you need to subscribe whether that's on itunes whether that's on spotify whatever podcast app or service that you use make sure you subscribe second thing that we'd love you to do is leave us a review over on itunes or whatever podcast service you use because the thing with reviews is that like times like this this podcast is going to be useful for people whether that's giving dog training strategies or actually just something positive to focus on that isn't maybe the problems of the world and the more reviews you leave and the clearer we make that for people the more people are going to find it and the thing is we want to share great stuff positivity energy optimism in a time like this actually feel free to share us with friends and and like tom said the reviews are really important because actually we want to share good stuff right it's important we're going to keep everybody in a good space absolutely so Obviously, many countries are in lockdown at the moment or might go into lockdown. And there are various kind of country-specific restrictions that, that we're seeing. And this has led to us being inundated with questions relating to how how we manage dogs in this situation or or how we might survive this situation because actually for many people they're worried about just how they're going to get through it like survival yeah absolutely so what we thought we'd do is we thought we would jump on and, and and film a podcast whereby we talk about some of the things that we're considering and really help you out through this so the i guess the most common question that we've been absolutely inundated with is I've got a young dog 
and they're a puppy and I'm being told that I can't really leave the house except to, you know, walk them maybe like, once a day. How am I going to socialize them? And, yeah. and, and just to quickly uh, clarify with you guys, we're not quite in that situation yet here. Mm. Um, but at the same time, we know that these things are changing, right? Yeah. Like these things are changing and we can kind of see it coming. So we want to chat to you before this becomes, um, yeah, a, a, a problem actually. Yeah. So we had that question only this morning, didn't we, Tom? We were, we were working away and, and the first thing one of the owners said to us uh, that she was, um, it was, a, it was a phone call and she said uh, she was really stressing because her puppy, number one, she was petrified that they weren't going to get the correct routine vaccination style protocol. And, yeah. and number two, her, her biggest worry was actually the socialization impact mm -hmm. that that could have yeah. on her uh, eight, nine week old border collie, I think it was. Yeah. And what we, what we see at this is almost as an opportunity. And that is that you know, socialization, we'll, we'll do it like a separate podcast episode on that because it's, it's huge. Big. Big topic. Um, but actually, to summarize our take on socialization, the absence of a bad experience far outweighs a hundred good experiences. So what that means is that actually socialization shouldn't be so much a an active process where we're pushing our dogs out into the world but instead it should almost be a protective and, process and actually we've we've had years and years and years haven't we tom where actively people push socialization you have the tick sheet and you go yeah. through it all and and we actively have been the other way whereas yeah. just like tom said we're very much of the mindset that actually let's not have the bad experiences because actually you can have so many positives but every bad one is is really going in that bank yeah, right absolutely so if anything the fact that you're you're you're, you're limiting your dog's exposure to the world this actually could be a positive thing for them versus you know exposing them exposing them exposing them one and then them having a bad experience and um, one one thing that we definitely know is there's a hell of a lot you can do mm. without actually exposing yeah. them and without actually going out whether your country's in lockdown or not actually there's a lot you can do and, w and whether this is a puppy generally or not whether mm. this was a general puppy question there's a lot you can do without being outside right yeah, tom absolutely and, and the the cool thing is with this and, and it's it's kind of nice in a way because what we talk about and teach on a, a daily basis across the world where people are kind of being forced to do now which is that we believe that you can play games at home you can effectively homeschool your dog which a lot of kind of two-legged and four-legged friends are being homeschooled at the moment um, and oh the joy <laughs> and um and we can do that um, and we can actively play games you know interact with our dogs and reshape their brains so that when they go out into the outside world they're adequately prepared so it's less about expose socialization should be less about exposing them to specific things like a checklist and it instead should be inspiring these concepts of optimism confidence and just general kind of robustness that we can train at home in our living room in our kitchen through games so that they are then adequately prepared for and, the and world it's about that it's about preparation right like we feel we've been preparing for so much of this for so long like mindset and mm. uh, resourcefulness and, and having a good sort of um a, a good a good space to be in and actually this is exactly what we're looking for yeah. with our dogs homeschooling games at home loads they can be doing for confidence loads they can be doing for optimism and that's really the goal right like we yeah. want um optimistic confident dogs who haven't had bad exposure yeah you know what it's not as bad as you might think and and the other thing is controlling the controllable actually we can't control it anyway yeah so let's not add more stress to it because that's not good for anyone and the key to feeling you know optimistic and positive in these times is the, the fact is that you know there's a lot that's uncontrollable in the world as lauren says if our focus goes on what is controllable if our focus goes on what makes us feel great we'll actually feel better so to, to put it kind of to go into like the doggy 
neuroscience with this. Really, all socialization should be is actually teaching a dog that novelty, that new things happening in the environment are something to be, um, something to think, you know, they're a non-event. They're not something to be scared of. They're not something to be worried about. Now, think about it. Novelty doesn't just happen outside. It happens in the house as well. So let me give you an example. This morning um, we were cooking breakfast and uh, we dropped a saucepan. And actually that was a pretty novel experience Mm -hmm. for a young dog. And some young dogs would certainly be taken back by that. Yeah. And so that was an opportunity where novelty happened. We didn't plan to drop the saucepan. And in fact, our dogs got some of their daily food allowance. And yet for us, actually, Tom, we do often plan these scenarios, right? So we've got maybe, I don't know, some noisy bottles or maybe we've got some uh, balls in a ball pool Mm -hmm. and we'll actually create these scenarios where, but in a very safe low-key space yeah and where our dogs are actively taking control of the situation and you know like let's say we you get a box from your recycling and um, put some noisy items in there and then just see if your dog wants to investigate and interact and maybe scatter some food in there see if they want to explore it that you, you'll learn you're, you're teaching them the interacting with novelty something cool and then imagine that they go for a walk in i don't know a month's time whatever it might be who knows um and um and and they meet someone and they they meet someone on the walk that maybe looks a little bit different to what their idea of a normal person is and um and instead it's just another piece of novelty and they're used to it and most restrictions at the moment and who you know we can't talk for every country and every country's different and we can't talk about where it might go but we we can walk our dogs um we just have to um do that in a very kind of um restricted and sensible manner where we're staying away from other people um and also we're not doing it in excess so that we're we're maintaining social distancing so we have opportunity on those walks not to actively seek out novelty like i can see what a lot of dog owner, puppy owners might want to do at the moment that they're going to use their one walk a day to try and almost expose and flood their dog with everything thinking they've got to pack a lot and into a small time let's be honest some people who um maybe uh, haven't been exercising in the past suddenly have taken up the idea of exercising so actually we do need to be a little bit of yeah. mindful yeah. government said exercise actually suddenly um things have changed so mm-hmm. What I would say to all of you is actually don't get too het up on the walk must be used for socialising. And, and some of your countries, you may not be experiencing any yeah. walks right now at all. Yeah. Don't panic, I think is the biggest thing we're saying. Um, I mean, that's the sort of thing that we're seeing in the challenge right now, mm-hmm. that people are absolutely enjoying games in their home. They're enjoying homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And I think there's huge, huge purpose and huge, huge value in in doing that. Yeah. And um, and Lawrence just mentioned the challenge. Oh, the, I forgot. The, I was yeah. chatting about the challenge. You guys might not <laughs> um, know about the challenge. So we may as well talk about that. So um, what we realized is that this is a time when people need something to focus on they need something um positive to um to kind of focus their attention something on something optimistic some energy accountability yeah exactly and, and a way that is tried and tested of homeschooling their dogs so what we did is we put together the 25 day worldwide sexier than a squirrel challenge i bet in fact some of the people listening i bet you might even be on it yeah i, I yeah the, because the reason why i bet a lot of you are on it is because over 6,000 people have actually jumped into Crazy. this challenge. Um, and what we're doing is collectively as a group, we're saying, right, let's keep each other optimistic. Let's keep each other positive. Let's keep each other in a good space. Let's yeah. play games with our dogs. Let's send videos yeah. and let's enjoy them. And actually... Let's become sexier than the squirrel. Let's do it every day together. <laughs> yeah. This is something we're going to do every day together. Yeah. So we've got an opportunity to to get involved in that in a community. And it's a positive 
positive, optimistic project and you're training your dog at the same time and you stop to... You stop worrying about what you can't do and you start focusing on what you can. And we've got this, we, we always have the, the mantra, I don't really know where it came from, but it was the whole where focus um, goes, energy flows. And we flow energy into a great sort of space, a, a space where actually we're having fun, we're playing games. Yeah. And there's so much uh, evidence that those who sort of play together stay together and it stays like a nice, it, yeah. it's a nice positive effect in the And run, the thing is run. that we could, in this time, we could immerse ourselves in like a soup of problems. But actually, if we immerse ourselves in like a cool um accountability optimism challenge where for the next 25 days you get a new game each day in the form of a video how cool would that be to actually homeschool your dog and get great results whether they're a puppy or an older dog and um, but also actually make yourself feel great as well so the sexier than a squirrel challenge um it's it's happening right now you can jump in um the cool thing is is that you're jumping you can get caught up really really easily the way that you can um jump in and find out more on that is if you go to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy then you will be able to jump in and right now s-e-x-y forward slash XY. Sexy. Yeah. And the thing is, like Tom said, right now that's available. It's not mm-hmm. something we've ever done yeah. before. And it's because of exactly this. Homeschooling is absolutely right now needed for, yeah. for us, for my mindset, for my dog's training and to keep us in a good place. Yeah. And it's a community there. You get a video every single day, loads of optimistic sort of uh, boosts within the group, like little tips and, and little tricks, videos. And we'll also try and be live in there where we can. Yeah. So and it's a great opportunity. You, you could become sexier than the squirrel. Who wouldn't want that? Who, want, who so, doesn't want to be more sexy like come on on that note we've had a couple of game changer wins and we've got to do a couple today because um there there are a couple of big ones caroline says and this is actually in the sexier than a squirrel challenge facebook group so caroline's going through the challenge oh um, my god i've just read her dog jack russell terrier eight month old pup she says she's got to share it because she was sexier than a sheep sexier than a sheep way oh to go my. caroline <laughs> that's damn sexy um, and then wendy says um again in the sexier than a squirrel challenge facebook group she's in the challenge as well she says hey guys i was just sexier than the squirrel that was driving my dogs crazy outside my office window i love it and she says and do you know how i did it i actually played the game from day two of the challenge and they picked me over the squirrel now you don't need to worry if you haven't maybe um jumped in on it straight away all of the games are going to be there for you and um and we just love everybody to be in there having a a great time really it's a great opportunity uh, diving on the games so yeah i suppose that comes for me full circle in that we don't need to be going out with our dogs if actually the situation says right now it's not good to we've got to be looking after ourselves and we've got to and safe and even like on even like on the a, a, a higher level than that not only um should we do we not have to actually it could be massively beneficial to homeschool our dogs this is like almost a a gift in the sense of our relationship with our dogs and and it's hugely empowering for for an owner and i know i mean we run a huge dog training center here and at some points i will say to a student right now the dog training center isn't right for you you probably need a few weeks just to really do a little bit of homeschooling so that's not unusual for us to say that and a lot of dog classes and dog clubs and dog centers sometimes there are dog dog incidents and just Mm -hmm. like you said tom you can have a hundred good experiences and then you can have one bad one so actually in some ways maybe the challenge is going to give you a good opportunity to have mainly good experiences yeah for sure and like speaking of opportunities like how many of you have um ever started something like um i don't know like painting or gardening or something then you got side tracked and then it got put on the back burner and you never got to it we see this time and time again where people's dog owning dreams 
actually get put on the back burner because life takes over and they get pulled in different directions. And so this is a great time for us to refocus, a great time for us to take that dream off the back burner and kind of put it in full focus. Um, and we can we can and see it as a cool opportunity. I think the other thing to know is that I've got, um, some of you guys might know, um, I have world level agility dogs. So actually my main focus is agility dogs. Mm-hmm. I can do this with an agility dog yeah. um, who is my family pet as well. At the same time, I could do this with a puppy or I could do this with a rehome dog or I could actually do it. I mean, we were on the moors this morning with our almost 13 year old dog um, and he was having a great time and he could do it yeah. right like we could do it with any of the any dogs, of the that, dogs. Um, that, that we might come into contact with whether you're a trainer or whether you're a dog enthusiast or whether you just love a puppy yeah. like you know what it works for everybody yeah. right so on that note the next question that we've been getting inundated with is that up until recently you had a routine with your dog and you know if you've been following us a little while how we feel about routines and that's a, again a story for another podcast um, but you've realized that your dog's kind of um, struggling with now this lack of routine so what do you do to help them out through this process and so we thought we kind of share with you some some tips that are going to help you survive and also help them transition to a better way of life so first off I do have to sometimes question myself a little bit because our dogs are definitely um, they, we, we ditch the routine generally so we yeah. very rarely will have any level of like strict routine at the same time often the routine is often for me more so than than my dogs and actually my dogs become quite flexible the more flexible I become uh, so number one for me with um, getting rid of a routine would be actually ditching the bowl mm-hmm. because when I ditch yeah. the bowl I've got so many resources to go to so when I say ditch the bowl what I mean is instead of giving your dog in a, a food bowl in a, on a daily basis whether you feed raw whether you feed kibble this is something we talk about in the Sexy Than a Squirrel Challenge, actually. Uh, we've, we've got a free um, ebook within the challenge, haven't we, on, on Ditch the Bowl Raw. So it doesn't matter what you feed. But because I utilize it in a way that it allows me to have no routine. So, for example, in the morning, some mornings I might go straight out for a walk. And other mornings yeah. I might scatter their food in the garden. Yeah. And other mornings I might let them go for a, a wee on the lead uh, to go for their little toilet break. And then I might come in and play a game. So it really does depend on... Um, I, I normally do something with them, mm-hmm. but it is very rarely the same thing. And by ditching the bowl, it kind of insists that I do that because the the bowl, they're going to get their food in some way at some point in the day. So I would say number one uh, key thing for me with getting rid of a routine and adjusting to a different routine or ideally we'd suggest no routine uh, is ditch the bowl. Yeah. Next thing that we would say that we, that we do is that you know, if you find that a routine has been established, the way to get a ro- away from that routine is, let's say, for example, your walks are, have been at 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. Here's what we do. And this is, you're, you're going to have to do this now because you've been forced to ditch the routine potentially. 9 a.m. and 7 p.m., we would do an activity, but it would not be a walk. So So let's maybe replace it with games, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what you're doing is you're just swapping out activities. Now, effectively all we're doing with any activity is we're providing enrichment for our dogs but here's what's really important we have a bit of a mantra that we say within the training academy which is like our online community and that is that enrichment does not have to equal high arousal so what we mean by that is we often think that in order to enrich our dogs lives or exercise our dogs that it has to be exciting actually what a lot of dogs need is calm enrichment or calming enrichment and in fact if we can take um, those that that loose routine that you've got and your dogs become dependent on 
and we can see this as an opportunity now that we can no longer follow it and start swapping out some of those exciting things for calmer things. We'll probably see just generally across the board that our dog's behaviour will get better. So let's say um, a calming um, activity that I might swap for, for me it would be scatter feeding. Now if you've got a garden that's excellent because you've got great spots for it. If you haven't got a garden, actually when we were, um, Matt and I were away a couple of weeks ago, I will scatter them in a kitchen or a living room or, or somewhere like that and if I'm raw feed I'm obviously not going to scatter that because that's not so pretty. <laughs> However, and I normally scatter before I'm going to do any cleaning, uh, so if we're going to clean at all we would scatter first and then we would hoover. Uh, but so if you're... Um, once every six months. Every six months plus. <laughs> maybe every nine. Um, and then um, but if I was raw feeding it would be maybe a stuffed bone or maybe we would, we would um, Tom and I both use, uh, we've got a love of green tripe. Yeah. Uh, green tripe love. Um, and we will put our supplements in there as well mm-hmm. so all our supplements can go in with that. Yeah. Um, but when we're doing something like that it would be frozen. So mm-hmm. that would be another enrichment but calming activity. So it's, it's calming at the same time. Yeah. So for me um, owning multi-dogs and um, I know that for example Classic's really high energy and she likes to come out and scream straight on to scattering really minimizes the yeah. um, high arousal so i agree i would say personally lower arousal yeah so that is our kind of advice on the routine now the next thing that we've been asked a lot is oh my word i'm not going to be able to exercise my dog oh my god if what i can't exercise I one of us is going to mm. i don't know drop down dead and and for us actually mm. we need to think about you know what, we can do this. Yeah. Like we absolutely can do this. We and can fact, adapt, we can change, we're resourceful, we're flexible. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, exercise, what you've got to think is what purpose was exercise serving to your dog? Because one thing's for sure that the more you exercise your dog, the better their behavior becomes? No. Not at all. And <laughs> Quite so the opposite often. We also need to think about, like Tom said, the purpose of exercise, but also dynamic um, things that we can do that replaces that. Yeah. So for me, you'd be really surprised. Again, top-end agility dogs, I play Triple F a lot, which yeah. is our fitness program. Yeah. Or I do the Sexy Than a Squirrel Challenge games. Yeah. I do them all in my living room. Yeah. There's not one game that couldn't be played in my living room. And my living room is not a big space, right, Tom? In yeah. fact, it's my kitchen living room. It's not yeah. even, it's, it's a smaller space. Mm-hmm. Um, then for me, things like scan feeding they all replace the walk experience and they actually replace it in a more productive and more i suppose laser targeted way yeah and in fact the reason why we we we, the reason why we put the 25 day sexier than a squirrel challenge together the way we did is because we were thinking right what what can we do what game could we do each day for 25 days that would firstly get people real life results secondly invest in the relationship bank account thirdly provide that dog with enrichment that is going to benefit their behavior and the way that they're dealing with this experience and fourthly actually the games incorporate levels of exercise as well all of our dogs pants at the end of them right they're panting they have fun they they pant they you know they have their exercise and so the 25 day sexier than a squirrel challenge coupled with some additional triple f games and exercises that that can literally be done in your living room and kitchen and actually not only is the exercise component taken care of but probably this is more productive exercise than we normally do and what i'd absolutely say what i've seen anyway from doing all of this is that our dogs are, are pretty contented mm-hmm. they don't expect any walk at any time yeah. they're, they're fairly, super fit they're very very fit dogs they're high energy dogs and yet they're very calm around yeah. the house generally and i would say this may be a really good opportunity and a turning point for you to realize how adaptable how resourceful how flexible you are and actually something we'll talk on at some point with you guys is reshaping the walk and how you can yeah. reshape the walk in the long run because 
because you don't your dog doesn't need a walk every day or twice a day it's just us that needs a bit of flexible adaptation yeah absolutely i, I got to tell you this story just quickly because sometimes like things happen and um and they seem like a problem and actually they're a little bit of a gift i had a behavior consult a couple of weeks ago where um the, let's say it was a very, very high energy dog that struggled with calmness and the way that they would um, cope with this like overflowing bucket that they, they had each day is they would actually chase light, they would um, air snap for flies, they, had an, they developed an abnormal repetitive behavior. Now, um, that dog's bucket was very full. One of the things that had been filling that dog's bucket up until recently was three walks a day. You know, we, we, that dog was getting walked about two to three hours a day when it was all added up. Now, that dog actually um, uh, cut their pad. They stood on something and um, had there was insisted a, there, like rest. There was a, a cut on there, and the the vet had said you must rest your dog for three weeks. And the nice thing is, is that I I normally I'm trying to convince people that actually we need to actually cut back it was on a the walk. The, the the rest was forced and the owner was like you know i don't understand it the weird thing is since so i've stopped walking behaved. him he's so much better i'm like oh my god i get to skip the whole i get to skip the whole convincing here she's already converted she's on board she's um, on board so sometimes you know things seem like a problem actually they're an opportunity really what we see the, the three common questions that we've been asked um over the past week or two has been socialization what do we do here and um, this whole issue with routine and dogs that are dependent on routine um, and also you know then what we're going to do about exercise and actually all of these things they're potentially gifts the fact that we're having to change our approach and here the only thing i would add to that and suggest for all of you guys is sometimes it's about filling yourself up yeah so actually i know for me that a walk is a really it's a lovely opportunity especially where we live tom and i live in um, the heart of devon it's it's absolutely beautiful and when we're out it really makes us sort of take a breath and, and and be present in the moment and enjoy where we are so if there's something that you're missing then obviously if it's local to you and you can get there and it's okay with your um government sort of system as to where you are then then do it sensibly at the same time if it's not possible for any reason right now find strategies that fill you up so for me um, i know it might sound crazy but listening to waves or looking at a picture of somewhere or taking myself there for a moment and taking myself into a good headspace chatting to a friend um making sure we listen to a good podcast so you guys can suggest the podcast to anyone that you think it might boost i would suggest to all of you that it's something to um work out what fills you up because often our walk is part of what fills us yeah, up in a good absolutely. way and when i say fills up us up i mean filling the tank and so fact, looking after the tank absolutely and in fact um the 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 funny thing is, and I don't know why this actually surprises loads of people when we say it, we're working through the 25 day sexier than a squirrel challenge with our dogs Absolutely. because we know that that's like a time that we have loads of fun, it fills us up, it gives us something positive to focus on. It gives us accountability on. and something to, to get up each day knowing yeah. that we're going to look forward to. And, and all, everyone doing it together. And Tom and I have made a bit of a commitment to try whatever we can to get on the group live. Mm -hmm. So we'll be on the group live as well. So um, yeah. it's a great opportunity at the moment while this is going on. I think it's a great opportunity for us all to stick together to stay tight to lean in together and actually to create something really beautiful yeah so on that note guys if you have not jumped into the sexier than a squirrel worldwide 25 day challenge the way that you do that is by going to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy that's s-e-x-y we will see you in the challenge those of you are jumping in that was this episode of sexier than a squirrel and remember stay, stay sexy, sexy.
Hey, before you go, have you taken part in the worldwide Sexier Than a Squirrel Challenge? It's a 25-day online video programme. Huge energy, amazing community, and over 6,000 people are already taking part. The only question is, you know where you are today. Where do you want to be 25 days from now? Head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy.